So is it true that there's like certain foods you can eat, you know, if you do have bad cramps or like, what are some things that like we could do, you know, like, let's go back to like the, okay. I just have to say this though, because I heard from a friend I'm having hot flashes, like every once in a while around my period. She was like, just take, yeah, me. She was like, take 400 milligrams of magnesium. This is like, you know how Jocelyn and I do this thing, Aaron called secondhand therapy. Like I go to therapy her my therapist tells me something like I give it back to her, you know? So, you know, and she does the same thing for me. So it's not really bad. When you said foods, I was like, well, magnesium, but really, well, I'm going to quiz you. What is something that every woman like craves around their period? This is Keeping Up With Chaos Podcast, where real, random, sometimes funny, sometimes serious conversations happen. Either way, it's all chaos. So wherever you're going, pop in your earbuds, find a comfy spot, and maybe a cocktail. Join us. What's happening, guys? It's Jocelyn. Tonight, Ginger and I are joined by our guest, Dr. Erin Ellis. She's a naturopath doctor, 10-year cancer survivor, and a women's health guru. We talk about a lot of good stuff tonight. She's also the host to Hope Natural Health Podcast, a dog mom and a girl boss. We're excited she's here. We're excited you're here. Let's get on with the conversation. Cheers, guys. What's up, slut? Hi, I was Hi. waiting on you. I ran in and out like five times, so I was waiting on you. There's going to be some chaos going on because oh. my husband is packing. Oh boy, for a trip. So that was good planning, and I'm like, I oh boy, don't have anywhere else to be but here. So is it your room? It is. Okay. That's fine. That's totally cool. I mean, whatever chaos is chaos, yeah, right? It is what it is. I mean, you can't really, you can't really box chaos, right? You can't control it. You just have to laugh at it and just roll with it, I guess. Right. Right. Don't put me in a box. I'm not putting, I'm not putting you in a box. Don't put baby in the corner. Right. <laughs> yep. Um. So anything new, any, I have like a little bit of chaos I wanted to share with you, but it's nothing like too major or big or anything like that. No, no. I mean, I mean, whatever. I mean, you have something to say, say it. No, I'm just, I was just, okay. So, um, well, I was going to save this for when our guest comes on. So I'm going to save like the big story, you know, like my big share. <laughs> it's going to be the big reveal. Okay. It's going to be the bigger reveal. I got to like, okay. So here's something we can talk about. Okay. Let's talk because... about, well, I have a couple little things, but you go first. Go. Okay. You go. So I'm going to go. You go first. Because I talk all the time. I was coming up here to like hang out mm-hmm. and we don't have any outdoor lighting. So what I've decided to do is take a flashlight and rig it from the umbrella that goes over <laughs> our patio furniture. That is so smart. it just shines down. Yeah. All he needs his flashlight to go on this trip. And I'm like, well, yes. Did I leave the flashlight on all night and never turn it off? And now it has no battery. Oh, yes. Has it been shit. up there permanently forever? Yes. And now he's like, get it down. And I'm like, no, I'm busy. I'm going to do some shit. Oh my and I was God. like, fuck it. Anyways, that's mine. Everything is mine. Right. Everything here. Like if it's yours, it's mine. I'm taking it. And that's my flashlight. Fine. You can take it. But yeah, I ran the batteries out. I did. I own that. Oh my God. That is like hilarious. Yeah. That is well, I mean, chaos. That's the you question, need- right? It's like right. your husband has something like mouthwash. 
or like some other thing. Like I'm the worst roommate, you know, but I feel like we live together. Like your shit's my shit, you know? Right. So that's funny that you said that. So I will tell you then this one little piece of chaos, the man, babe, he had like a bunch of stuff in his closet that like I, we went through and some of the stuff that I, whatever, I, I rearranged some stuff. Right. And he didn't like that. I rearranged the stuff. And I want him to go through it. He didn't go through it. So he threw it in a pile in the closet and I found it. I found the pile in the closet hidden underneath his basket. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I grabbed it and I just put everything, the whole pile right on his pillow. Nice. Right. How did you think that was going to play out? Like, did you think he was gonna no. be like, oh, thank you. I've been looking no. for this shit. I thought no. it was hilarious. You know what he did? He went. I can and- imagine. Wait, what he- can I guess? Like, can I guess sure, that he took, took his shit and then put it on your pillow? No. I mean, it was clean. He went. He went and got the the little like couple pieces of random paper and like stuff that was a little pile on the dresser, put it on my pillow. Then he went and got my dirty laundry out of my dirty laundry basket and put it on my pillow. And right. then he went and took like a stool and he put it <laughs> on my side of the bed. I was like, and then I came out and I, I had something like going on and he goes, gosh, now I feel bad that I trashed your side of the bed. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I walked in. I'm like, you're such a fucking toddler. And he's like, well. I would have done the same shit. He went up to my idea with a better one, but that is awesome. Yes. Whatever. Fuck you. Don't I was take being my snotty. Shit. Don't touch my shit. And Whatever. Don't fucking put pile. it on my side of the bed. It's in a <laughs> pile on the trouble. floor. I wasn't asking for trouble. I was actually being an asshole on purpose because I was like, I'm tired of shipping on the floor. I'm tired of things being in a pile in a corner. Yeah, I know, like, right? Just put it in your fucking closet in a pile, but it was in a pile on the floor in the closet, but I found it and I was like, I feel like every time I see a pile, I want there to be a basket that I can just put that shit in. So I'm going to start buying more baskets from home goods. Oh my God. Your whole That's house is plan. going to be filled with fucking baskets. <laughs> yeah. And none of them are going to match. Cause you know, when you go to home goods, you can only get like one or two of something, you know, right? you can't get like five of the same looking basket. So that's true. Random baskets fucking everywhere. So this isn't basket talk, but this is like, you know, storage bin talk. Cause it's kind of similar to parallel, but, um, so I, my, you know, the man babe went and got me some storage bu- buckets for the garage and I, they all matched all the tops matched except for one. Now that one has to go. I was like, Oh, fuck it. Oh my God. That sucks. Um, back. Don't even have it in the house. It's, it's going to be the bane of your existence. Okay. It's been months. I'll just donate it. Like it's like, I, too, you know what you do too Put much donate shit in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I need there to do you that. Go. Okay. There's going to be the new donation bin. Yeah. We're like, Pro- I mean, we're solving, solving problems. problems. Left and right. Problems you owe me a coke. Solved. Okay. So I like, it's been a minute since you've been, that, since you've right. been here. So you need to tell us like what went down. About my house. Yes. Because you didn't show up. And I was like in the mirror. We no, started. I was like, I'm going to be there. So I'm in an eye appointment with my kids that goes on for what I thought in my mind was like 20 minutes for some reason, but when I'm for like two hours that <laughs> I'm like frantically, like I have all these hungry, pissed off kids. Uh, and I'm like, worst. take out, take out. Like the dinner plan was not going to happen. So I get an unlimited amount of takeout, like an insane amount of money was spent on everybody's specific takeout to try to keep them happy. So I could come and do this, you know, and it was all right there near the eye appointment. So we like walked, we like left a kid there and I'm like wow. calling you. I'm like, I'm going to be late. I'm going to make it. I don't know what time I pull in with all these hungry kids to a house with a dog that hadn't been let out in like 12 hours. And I smell like electrical fire and I'm like no fucking way no so I decided to vacate the house so in the meantime I'm already in panic mode 
right. From like yeah. rushing to get there. Then I go right. into full-blown panic mode. I have a dog like in a car. I'm like, let's go. Everybody go in the car. I start driving and I'm like, where the fuck am I going? Right. Like, I mean, like, what am I doing? Like the Walmart parking lot or something? No, like I drove down the street and then I turned around and came back and I'm like, what am I doing? So long story short, I called the local police fire department who showed up within like three shakes of a lamb's tail yeah. with the cavalry. And no. it turns out my dog, while we were gone, had eaten a drone battery, acid spewed out and lit the carpet on fire, which we got on nanny cam because we have the dog on nanny cam. So we can see like this plume of smoke like going and then the alarms going off and the dog whining. And I'm just sitting there with my fucking kids outside while they're eating some Mediterranean rice bowls and God knows what the <laughs> fuck else they're eating. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the actual fuck is going on? You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. What the should... actual fuck is going on? Yeah, so is, what the actual fuck is right. That is, I don't like... know what happened after that. Like it was fine. Like I felt super validated that at least it was something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, like you were like panicked for no reason. And yeah. Yeah. Like you call the police cause you think you see something or something's right. going on. And the next thing you know, like you're just an idiot, but they say any friend or that's a police officer or fireman says, just always call, always call, always call, always call. Because you never know the stuff that we know that you don't know. That's you know, true. you think you see someone around in the meantime, we got like four calls of murders in the last 30 <laughs> seconds and you haven't heard anything. So just right. fucking call us if you That's think right. something is fucking weird. Well, like down, a fire down here. A lot of times I've spoken to some, you know, different people in that sort of realm. And they're like, people call 911 because they're like air conditioning went out, you know? So like, yeah, call for all different kinds of reasons, you know, or Florida man. Heard, what Florida man. Exactly. That's what um, do. Wow. That is crazy. So your dog was okay though. She didn't have any battery. Yeah, I guess that's what's so funny. Everyone like, I texted that? about this is yeah. like, how's the dog? I'm like, who gives thought- a shit about the fucking dog? I'm like, Oh, I kind of hope she would have died. Oh my She's so God. Annoying. That's like, I mean, you have a pretty pretty cool dog you know yeah she's pretty I mean, great she's pretty well she's trained most like of the time human. she jumps on me sometimes though and I'm like mm. it's like a dog thing though it happens I mean you yeah know, I don't I know like, I'm second guessing this whole situation you're that second guessing <laughs> your dog like second guessing yeah either well, way like when she almost died I was fine with it like I was not at all I was kind of hoping the house would burn down a little bit like not enough that anyone would get hurt but enough that I could like get a new roof or something out of the deal right. or some new flooring. Some new couches new yeah flooring, that would have been really good you but could redo fire, the bathroom you know the half bathroom yeah. in the hall right there I mean you know something the fire retardant material that as a new mom I was like freaking out about I'm like stop wrapping my baby sheets and fire retard- thank god for that fucking fire retardant shit right because my whole house would have been on fire and not in a good way if it wasn't right. for fire retardant fabric. Right. So shout out to you guys, chemical makers. Yeah. Well, they do say like the number one thing you don't want your kids or your dogs to get into are batteries, you know, like those little, like, yeah. And your right? kid, you know, because that's like really dangerous. A yeah. drone battery. A so drone battery. Drones yeah. now. It's a good yeah. excuse to ban drones. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's other reasons to ban drones too, but I mean, that might be one of them. Dog, dogs eating drone batteries, you know, yeah, we should be worried about the dog. She almost died. Yeah, we should be. My dog ate a hole in the wall. Like, I don't know what she was doing, but she was like, yeah. And it wasn't, it was a time when we were all around. Like she went behind the couch and we didn't know. So it's not like we were like, just let her have, you know, the house. Um, and I, yeah, so I don't know. Apparently dogs do weird stuff, weird stuff around their cycle. Right. Okay. So I, I don't know if you knew I that. Don't, I do weird stuff around my cycle. I do too. Hi. How Hi. Are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? We're so happy you're here. Welcome to the chaos table. We're just hanging out to chatting about dogs eating dog or drone batteries. Her dog ate a drone battery. Yeah. 
She's yeah. a dog mom. Jaws I'm a dog said. mom too. Are you? Yeah. How many mm-hmm. dogs do you have? Like one? Two. I two. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta I'm, do two. I mean, you can't have just I can't one. even handle the two. one. No. <laughs> I have two. Me. I know. I have two as well. So yeah. Anyways, cheers, you guys. I'm so happy cheers. that you're here. I, whatever you guys are having to, as a um Yaddy. Yeah. Yaddy. Love yaddy. Water. Of so course. Good. I know. I was thinking that you're probably going to be pushing the water. Okay. So I've been waiting to share this with you because I think this is, this is um, going to be really relevant. And I also have something fun for us at the end, but you guys, you know, I love my 30 day challenges, right? Okay. So I did the 30 day reels challenge and it kind of dawned on me that me and the man babe are kind of not really like sinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not really sinking these days. And I keep thinking maybe it's me and like, maybe it's in my head. Maybe it's my hormones. Maybe it's my age. I'm not really sure. Maybe Aaron can help me air this all out. But I saw online, this couple, they decided to do, to do it for 30 days in a row. And it's supposed to help you connect. And it's supposed to help you like really get to know each other and really kind of, it's supposed to help you, you know, figure some stuff out, like what's behind all the situation and really make you talk and connect. So we started the 30 day challenge and you did, we did. And it's really funny. I know. So (laughs) this is really embarrassing, but I'm just going to throw it. I'm just going to let it all hang out there. I realized that my husband is very competitive and he's super OCD. So he was like, this is a blessing in disguise because now I'm like, he's like, we're in it to win it. You know, he's like, day five, let's go, you know? And I'm like, okay. It's like right. March madness of yeah. banging. <laughs> That's I mean, amazing. It's nothing like fancy, but I mean, you know, I mean, and then also too, I realized that, um, you know, some other things it's like, sometimes kids just get in the way and it might not be between mm-hmm. you and your husband. It might be other outside factors, which I'm right. starting so when to parents recognize. are like, Oh honey, it's not you. It's daddy and me false. It's you. It's yeah. You. Yeah. So <laughs> I know this is right up your alley because I also am at an age where hormones could be playing, you know, a part, but I do know that I like my husband, you know, so part of it too, is I think it's just the stress around me and of like the last couple of years, because, you know, he is playful with me and I, you know, I like him. I do like him, you know? So, I mean, I could talk some crap about him. So now you like him now that you're on day four, (laughs) I'm like, I'm I'm like, I'm not going to make it to 30 days. Like we're not going to make it, but we're, we're going to give it a good, a good college freshman try. <laughs> Hilarious. So what do you think? Like, have you ever heard of this before? I have like, not, but I, yeah, I have not, but I'm interested to see it. That sounds like, I don't know, painful to me. I can see your doctor, your doctor brain, like, you know, working, you're kind of like, let's see, we need to like come up with like some questions beforehand midway through, and we need to like, you know, figure out some statistics. But really, could hormones be impacting my libido, right? Like, oh, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, you think hormones, so? stress, lifestyle, kids, fatigue, yeah. right? Which age. is pretty much like your whole like realm. So if somebody mm-hmm. came to you and said, okay, I'm doing a 30 day challenge because I'm not having as much sex as I should be. And I saw it on social. It worked for this other couple. What would you, would you be like, well, let's, you know, what would you say to them? You know, like, what would you yeah. say to your client? I mean, I I'm for it. I, I would like a report back. <laughs> okay. You have to, now, now I'm invested. So you have to let us know how this goes. It's a little embarrassing that I like just, I don't think it's about my sex life, but yeah. It's I mean, like it's real. Julia Child movie with that girl that made all those Julia Child recipes. <laughs> I read the book You're like that girl. Movie. It's like day 27. <laughs> journal. 
we're not that far into it. I, I am, I did start journaling. So, but anyways, what would you tell your clients? Like, you know, or someone that came to you, a friend or, you know, anybody that came to you and said like, Hey, you know, this is just like, I feel weird. Like, I don't want to have sex. I don't want to do the dirty. I don't want to like do any of it. You know, like, is it me? Is it in my head? Like, is it my age? What do I do? do? I mean, it could be a combination of all of those things. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I look at hormones first because are you, I'm a, I gathered your mom. Yes, totally. So you've had yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. So three, I mean, oh yeah. So hormones yeah. can totally be off and you're busy and you're tired. It's not that you don't like your husband. Clearly it's just one more <laughs> thing things. you have to add on your, on your to-do list and you don't want to do that. Right. It's not that you don't have desire probably. I mean, maybe that's a role too. So that's where looking at hormones is important because if there's something lacking there, then yeah, yeah that can be an issue. But also too, it's like, well, if you're tired, then I'm looking at, well, why are you so tired? So if I can give you energy, then you're more likely going to want to be intimate. Yeah. So Dr. Aaron, are you a sex doctor? No. Is that what this is about? No. I'm now. No, Dr. <laughs> Aaron, I'm sorry. Dr. Aaron Ellis, she is, um, she has a podcast and it's hope natural health. I didn't get a chance to tell you before you, before you popped in and joined us. She's, she's also um, a cancer survivor. So that's like mm-hmm. a really, it's not cool, but it's also like an intricate part of like who you are. And right. she deals with women's health, hormones, gut health. Like she's a naturopath doctor. So gut I think health. it's really cool. You know, that's why I'm throwing this. I'm like letting it all hang out. Like all my dirty laundry. I'm just stringing it along. So you, you did like know. right from the beginning. You're I like, know. all right, so like, I'm in, I'm invested. I'm in. <laughs> And I just, when I, when I connected with you on, on social media, I was like, oh, this is like right in our jam, like definitely for Ginger and I as well, when it comes to like gut health and periods and mm-hmm. naturopath, like that is right where we are like hovering right now. You know, yeah, I feel like in sex ed, they give us like as women, they're like, here's your vagina. This is a period. Thank you. Have a nice day. It's not like, and guess what? Then you turn 40 and then you turn 60 and then your bladder falls out of your vagina. Like nobody talks about any of that. You know, where are we supposed to get that? (laughs) Right. And the cramps, like I have to tell you guys, like, and I was listening to your podcast because, and by the way, I really enjoy your podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah, we can talk technical stuff later, but like, I really enjoyed your podcast. It's like really pleasing to the ear and like all your information are like little nuggets of information and they're all very like conversational. I just, I loved it. I had a great time listening and I'm oh, going to continue listening, but you talked about cramps and I was like, ears pricked up because I like literally die every month. I mean, I can't even tell you what happened to me last month, but it was like, I felt like I was going into labor with back labor, pain going down to my, you know, my upper thighs to my upper, to my knees for four days before like, you know, aunt Flo decided to arrive you know, and it was just, it was not a good situation. And then the month before that, I think I had two periods in one month. And I think like, I actually had like morning sickness. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like morning sickness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had that too. You know, and then I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm going into menopause. Ah! You know, like what, what? Menopause what? is better. Think about how much you're going to save on tampons now. I know, I know. <laughs> but it, it like doesn't happen quick enough. You it just, just replace it on. with paying, paying for hormones. So yeah, totally. So let's talk about like cramps and shit because I, um, I hate them. They're like, I've had, I was the, I was the one who got her period in eighth grade. And then because I was in, you know, sports, like a lot of sports, it kind of went away and then it came back. And when it came back and it was like full on, 
like I was the one that was like had to go home from school mm. you know what I'm saying and then it was just like a struggle I was on the struggle bus forever so like mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on like all of that you know like just jump in because I'm just gonna well one it's not that. normal yeah <laughs> two a lot of women don't realize that it's not normal so for you it seems normal because that's how it's been for your whole life yeah. but it's not normal your cramps should be tolerable to the point where it's like, oh, it's kind of uncomfortable. And then that's it. Like you shouldn't be feeling like you're giving birth, having to like go home, call out of work sick, curl up in the fetal position or take fistfuls of ibuprofen. Like that's not normal. So if it is, there's obviously a hormone imbalance going on. It's most likely inflammatory process. It could be too much uh, estrogen is a big factor, but is it too much estrogen and too little progesterone. That's a big thing, especially if you have irregular cycles, but estrogen dominance or too much estrogen is usually the culprit behind cramps, heavy flow, um, you know, unwanted PMS symptoms for sure. Oh my God. So shouldn't we probably talk about like what a naturopath is? Yes, we should. Maybe let Aaron tell us. Yeah. Yeah. So naturopath, like I'm a naturopathic doctor. Naturopathic doctors are real doctors. That's something that I've been asked a lot is like, well, you're not a real doctor. I am. I have a license to practice medicine in the state of Arizona. That's where I'm, I live. Um, the difference between a naturopathic doctor and a medical doctor is we have the same schooling for the most part. Like our, we have a four-year medical degree. So the first two years is all basic sciences, like um, biochemistry, anatomy, physiology, all of the things like that you have to learn about with the body. And then we take our first set of board exams over those basic sciences. And then the last two years of our program is all like clinical work and didactic work. And when I say didactic, I mean, like we take a course in cardiology or sitting the heart. So we'll learn how a medical doctor will treat say high blood pressure and then how naturopathically we can do it. And when I say naturopathically, I mean, we abide by six different principles. So the first one is first do no harm. So I'm choosing the least invasive and the least toxic therapy first, which usually is not a medication, which medical doctors, that's the first choice is here's a pill for your ill. Yeah. Secondly, I give the body what it needs to heal on its own. Like the body has the innate ability to heal itself if you give it the tools. So for instance, if someone's super deficient in vitamins or, you know, estrogen dominance or progesterone, like I'm going to give the body what it needs so it can correct itself on its own. Um, I also get to the root cause. So I'm constantly asking why, instead of for you, like with the cramps, like if you went to your OB, they're probably like, well, take the pill or like birth control is usually the common, you know, reason or here let's like, for instance, um, iron deficiency is a big one. It's like, well, here's iron. I'm going to give you iron because you're deficient, which is good. You probably need it. But my mind's like, well, why are you iron deficient? There's a reason why you're iron deficient. Where are you losing your blood? Like there's not, it's not normal to be iron deficient. So things like that, it's like, I'm asking why I'm getting to the root cause. Why are you having headaches? Why are you having diarrhea? Why can't you sleep? Like I'm that nagging kid. That's like, why, 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 why is this going on? Right. Um, And then another big component or principle is uh, prevention. So most disease processes can be prevented if your prof, like, you know, what's going on, you get routine lab work, you give the body what it needs to heal, et cetera. Cause you might be healthy on the outside and appear healthy, but are you healthy on the inside? And I think that's coming more and more apparent. And yeah. since, you know, 2020, um, last year, yeah, All almost two right years now. now of this pandemic that we're living in. So a lot of people otherwise appear healthy outside, but are they healthy inside? We don't know unless you actually 
do comprehensive labs and do them routinely to see what's going on. And then teaching, um, that's one of like doceri is one of our principles and that means to teach. And it's not like, oh, okay, here's your labs. Like you're normal, everything's fine, see you later. It's I'm literally teaching you about your labs and why I ran them, what it means. Like, you know, say if you have a lot of estrogen and too little progesterone, like why is, what does this mean? How can we right. fix it? Like teaching you about your health rather than, okay, here you go. You're normal. See you in six months. Right. Here's right a thing. Pill. So yeah, that's pretty much the big difference between naturopathic doctors and medical doctors. And we're, I'm super comprehensive. So I spend 60 minutes with my patients um, at each, you know, 45 to 60 minutes at appointments, which is, you barely see your do- medical it's doctor. It's like 15 minutes. You yeah. See well, yeah, like if you even doctor. see the doctor, you yeah. might only see like the PA or the MP, like you might not even see the doctor. So you get me and you get me only, I don't have any, I have VAs and, you know, assistants and such, but no one's, you know, I'm not pawning your health on to someone else. Right. How often do you, I mean, I feel like how often do you get clients that are like already like at the bottom level of where they were at and they're just like, I'm going to do anything to get better. And it's not, you know, it's like you have to get them up to where you can do preventative, right? Mm-hmm. Because they've started way down here and you need to get them up to here. Yep. Um, and like a lot of times I feel like naturopath doctors, some people shy away from it because they, they don't know about it mm-hmm. or like, you know, like you said, there's just like a un- misunderstanding in mm-hmm. terms of like what can you really do for them? Right. Like, are right. you, a, like, are you a real doctor? Yes, of course you're a real doctor. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting though, that I, I, I've dragged my feet for years with my, my, my middle son and even myself, you know, um, we really need to see a naturopath doctor at some point, but sometimes like not like insurance can be an issue. Mm-hmm. Like, do you find that insurance can be an issue? Like, and that can also deter people from going to see a naturopath. But I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would say that's the main reason I find it. And maybe. that's like a whole nother separate issue. It is on a whole nother <laughs> But, but it's like, when you need help, like sometimes you just, it doesn't matter. You'll do anything to, mm-hmm. to get the help that you need. Um, so like, what are some of the things that you work on with patients, mm-hmm. you know, especially, I mean, you obviously have specialized in women's health, correct? Mm-hmm. That's why I brought up the whole sex and hormones and, you know, period <laughs> cramps. I mean, cause that's like pretty much what we all deal with. And that's like real, you know, I mean, when you're in your thirties and your forties, shit gets weird sometimes, you know, like your hormones are all wacky, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Oh yeah, for sure. And like I said, with, with kids, with stress, with you name it, like it just, you, you know, and moms are honestly like the worst because, (laughs) and it's not, I don't say that in a bad way, but I'm digging moms out of like the holes because they're so they want to, they take care of everyone else because that's what, that's their job. They're the mom. And so they put themselves last. So they usually don't come to see me until they're like, Oh my God, help me. Like, I feel terrible. Right. I mean, I had a patient today that was, uh, you know, I think after seeing her labs and, and reviewing, you know, a lot of things that were going on, like she was really deficient. She had a lot going on. And I'm like, I think that you do not know how good you can feel because you felt like crap for so long that this is going to be mind blowing for you to start feeling better. And she's just like, when I asked her how her energy was, she was like, Oh, I'm just, I'm so used to being tired. I'm just, I just feel like I'm just lazy. I'm just talking it up to being lazy. Right. She's not, it's not her. Like she just blamed it on herself and being lazy, but her adrenals are in the toilet. Like her hormones are a mess. She's got 
reactivated mana. Like there's a lot of things going on with her that are contributing to the way she feels. And I was able to provide that for her and be like, you're not crazy, right. but we can fix all of this. We just got to do a lot of building. And how she's often, so deficient. so, and like, how often do you get a cold? You know, like I had like a really bad pneumonia, like a couple, like a little bit ago, like a couple of years ago. And it's like, you just power through, you're still making mm-hmm. lunches, you know, you're still right. getting kids on the bus, <laughs> you know, you're like hacking up along, you know, like, I am you know, not like that. Oh, you're so cleaning. I'm like, oh my God, I'm still just like working Get away out. from me. <laughs> oh, I powered right through. I had a collapse long, like it was bad. Like, you know, and I was still doing light cleaning and st- still trying to do yoga. Yeah, you, know? you just go. You just go, you go and go and go. But and illness it- is a sign that your body needs to rest. And so for instance, like I had COVID in January rested. And then I just had this like random head cold last week. And it kind of knocked me out for a minute. And I'm like, okay, this is my sign. Like I need to rest. My body's like telling me something. Yeah. So, you know, illness always isn't like bad. It's mm-hmm. like your, your body, anytime you have a symptom, it's your body telling you something yeah. like, yeah. because we should, you know, and it's okay to get sick every once in a while. It's actually good to get sick because yes. that means your immune system's doing what it's doing. Yes. It doesn't mean it sucks. It's your immune system sucks. If you keep getting sick, like chronically sick, but if you get sick, you know, two or three times a year, like that's not bad. Right. Like your body's working, it's fighting. It's you've got an immune. I feel like there's like a response. competition. It comes from like those guys from like World War II or whatever. They go to work like I never missed a day of work right? in my life. I never get sick. Right. You know, and there was this whole time where it was like, I'm not missing work or like I'm sick, but I can I can still do this. And I Power think through. that is changing. I think oh, people yeah. are like, first of all, if you're sick, don't come to work. Yeah, right. And also away. like if you're sick, people are like taking time and like getting better. Mm-hmm. So Finally. I think I see, yeah, I see like a mindset <laughs> change of people. Like people are focusing on like mm-hmm. self-care and like, you know, yeah. caring about yeah, that. I mean, it's there's been a refreshing. lot of positives that have come out of this giant mess, but, yeah. and that is like, and people are starting to, to take control of their health and like, Oh, I wonder if I am healthy or maybe I should get my labs done or they're, they're panicked because they see people dying. I mean, it is, it is real, but they're seeing people dying and they're like, oh my gosh, I want to make sure that I'm healthy so that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not in that high risk category. And they're taking, can, I've had plenty of patients, new patients in this last, you know, 18 months, just like, yeah. oh, I haven't had labs done in a while. I just want to see how healthy I am. Yeah. Because you see that there's alternatives and that like you mm-hmm. can take control of your own health. I mean, and it's just like you said, mindset, like waking up, putting your feet on the ground and just saying something like a positive affirmation as simple as that, yep. or just going out for a walk you know, or starting a podcast, you know, doing something that like excites you, you know, doing a 30 day try thing with your husband, you know, like you, you know, like you, I, I, as a mom, I forgot what it was like to take care of me because I was so mm-hmm. busy taking care of everybody exactly. else. Exactly. And after one, I was able to get a little bit more time for myself, but then you add in a second and then it's mm-hmm. like, you forget about it, you know, and, and then, the two dogs and you add in a couple so dogs and your I mean, husband's another child. Too, oh my so, God. He's a big, baby. I mean, the, the men are, are almost as worse as the kids. Sometimes he gets definitely something to, te- to keep track of. He's like you ginger. He gets a cold. He's like, Oh my God, I need to go to the hospital. I'm like, it's a cold. That's okay. me. I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm dying. You're not. You're not. <laughs> He's like, I think I have a fever. I'm like, you don't have a fever. Like where's the Kleenex? But I don't get sick very often. I don't even like, I'm like, where is the Kleenex? Like, I don't know. I've been sick so often that I don't even remember what it was like to be healthy until now. Like I'm starting to take care of me too. And not just physically, like I work, I work out, you know, I'm, um, I exercise all the time and walk the dogs. Like, but I was just so consumed with my kids. And now that I've carved out time for myself, it feels a little weird at first, you know, 
But, mm-hmm. um, you know, and there's a balance. But I mean, that's what kind of what COVID taught me is that like you kind of have you can't forget about you while you're remembering everybody else around. You, oh, 100 you know? percent. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so is it true that there's like certain foods you can eat, you know, if you do have bad cramps or like what are some things that like we could do? You know, like, let's go back to like. the. Period. OK, I just have to say this, though, what? because I heard from a friend. I'm having hot flashes like every once in a while around my period. She was you? like, just take, yeah, me. She was like, take 400 milligrams of magnesium. This is like, you know how Jocelyn and I do this thing, Erin, called secondhand therapy. Like I go to therapy, her, my therapist tells me something, like I give it back to her, you know? Me so, too. you know, and she does the same thing for me. So it's not really well, bad. I was, I when you said foods, more. I was like, well, magnesium, but really? What, well, I'm going to quiz you. What is something that every woman like craves around their period? Chocolate. Pickles, no salt, salt, like no chocolate. What's rich in chocolate? Magnesium. Really? So now we can eat Mm -hmm. chocolate as much as we want. All right. Yeah, but make sure you eat like quality chocolate. Like seventy percent cacao is probably the best. But yeah, that's why we create like we're magnesium. Magnesium is anti-inflammatory. It's one of my favorite remedies for for pain for period pain in general. Period pain too. So So, should we take it? It was working. I took it and oh, it it did work. It works, and I remember to okay. take it it works yep okay i'm That's adding it to my supplement list but i mean do you no, just... don't do that go what? to a naturopath and get your labs done i'm don't talking to one right now therapy <laughs> this is not medical advice right exactly right. but uh okay so what are some other tips that you, you know that you could just adjust in terms well, of well you know yeah like so cramps are inflammatory yeah. so we want to reduce the inflammation so avoiding inflammatory foods like gluten soy dairy or uh, sugar. Sugar is a huge one because we crave that around our cycle. Alcohol. Alcohol. They're all infl- <laughs> like they're all inflammatory. Just okay. be mindful of it. And the reason why we tend to crave like carbs and like crappy foods and sugar around our period is because estrogen is dropping and estrogen helps balance our insulin. Okay. And so when we have this dip or right before menses, we don't have that insulin control. So that's why we're craving all of this crap. Um, so if you have that, if you understand that, and then you're like, okay, this is not me really wanting, you know, this bag of Oreos or whatever. This is my hormone speaking. I'm actually going to flip that and give myself nutritious foods to combat the PMS symptoms. Because if you eat the crap, you're going to further contribute to the, to the symptoms because you're, you're, you're eating inflammation and you already have inflammation. So you're just making it worse. So I think it's important to, to understand, like I just mentioned, like what, what's happening, what's the, the chemistry behind, you know, your period and your hormones. And if you understand that, then you're least likely to go binge on those Oreos. So like no processed food. (laughs) So like say say no to the Oreos and the chips and like, you know, go for the magnesium. Only when they're bossing you around when they're (laughs) like, you will eat this and you gotta be like, no. I'm going to have some magnesium and you can shut the fuck up. But like, you know, on a Sometimes. random Wednesday, you're like, yeah. I'm going to have two Oreos, everything Sometimes. in moderation. Right. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, in exactly. Everything in moderation. Oh I mean, I'm God. guilty of it. We all, cra- we, we crave it. And it's just like, oh, okay. It's my hormone speaking. This is why I want this crap. Oh my God. I can't even tell you how many times, like, you know, I, I'm gluten-free so, and dairy-free and a bunch of other stuff. And it's like, you know, they order pizza and I'm PMSing or Halloween you know, come is like, you know, mm-hmm. or any sort of holiday is right around the time that I'm about to like 
have my period and I'm just like, there is no restraint. Like, I am just like, give me the pizza. I don't care. I don't care if I'm going to have gastro intense, you know, intense. You eat issues. pizza? I have before. I'm like, I'm just, this is what I do. I'm just going to, I'm just going to take a little slice. Like, I'm just going to slice a little slice off here. Like, just a little, just like a smidge. And then I'm like, I have it. I'm like, I just might have another one. I might just have another one. And then the next thing you know, I've had three pieces and I'm like, damn it. You know, like, why? And it's then the next joke. And then the why next didn't evolution work in our favor. I don't know. Why is it? Why did it work this way? I don't why know. Why do we want pizza? I have, you can, <laughs> I do not trust me with pizza around my period because right? I will eat it. Like, like the kids are like, where's the pizza? I'm like, I don't know. It's the dog it was ate here. It. Yeah, it was here. It was here. But, you know, so now it makes me realize that maybe I need to stop and say like, hey, you know, maybe there's something else I could eat. <laughs> oh, prevention. Right. That's what Aaron would say. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Prevention. I mean, I eat pizza. Take the we're, right stuff. We're all we're all guilty of of it. I mean, again, all in moderation, but have the pizza with a salad. That's the thing you can have. You can have the crap. Just pair it with something healthy so it's less inflammatory. It's kind it's of like true. the. What's the little scale thing? Oh, like the the pyramid or like your yeah. Like, it's like, like okay, well, like tip it this oh, way. The, oh, the scale. So yeah. have oh, your okay. have your your pizza, but have a salad too. So what do you think about yeah, those things where you put your body in the freezing cold water cryo, cryo? treatments? Yeah, what do you think about Wonderful. that? I mean, we're talking a lot. That's what I'm thinking. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it's so good. I've done it a few times. There's not really a cryo clinic around me to go do it, but if I had one near me, I would do it more often. I think it's it's amazing. It's amazing for uh, muscle rehabilitation, like healing. So it's based, you could actually kind of mimic similar, like in the shower. I like doing hot and cold showers um, because it's constricting and dilating and constricting in the shower. So you're opening your blood vessels, but think the cold is like super constricting. And then when you get out, it's like super dilating and opening up everything. So it enhances healing. It enhances blood flow lymphatic flow you name it like it's just it's awesome and so is it's it very- like those wraps like I remember back in the 90s people were getting their bodies wrapped in plastic and then they would lose weight for like 10 minutes to go to a party do you guys remember this oh I, I do. do and is on. this like that like I go cryo and then like but it's like <laughs> really like is it something I can do instead of not eating pizza you know what I mean or no. is it like does you mean it have eat to be part- pizza and yeah. do the cryo so then you lose the weight not lose well, weight, I mean, I but more I just like for I, the health, for the inflammation. Like, is it super temporary or is it like part of something that no, could like kind of retrain your body? Yeah, there's long-term benefits. I think you yeah. need to be like consistent with it, but like it's super awesome for athletes and injuries or even like soreness yeah. um, and I'm things like that. Yeah. Rise that you even want to get in a cryo like tank or whatever it is because you hate being cold and you're cold. All- she's cold, cold all the time. Yeah, I think she's got a problem. Though. Because I hate being cold too. She is cold. Well, you're in Arizona. Like I'm in Florida. Like I hate being cold too. I'd, I'm like, I think I need to be, my soul is happy in like a warm climate, but mm-hmm. this one, she's like, has socks on her hands, on her feet. She's wrapped. I in wear like Uggs a and like a full length jacket from like March through March. Where do you live? She's always Michigan. cold. Have you had your thyroid checked? It, see? No. <laughs> it's. I just want you yep. to know that, you know, we're in a I safe, we're in a safe zone and this is for you. No, I'm just joking. Right. I just had a patient today who told me that since she was, she has an autoimmune condition, um, Hashimoto's and she noticed that her temperature control has been way better because yeah. of, I got her thyroid managed. Yeah. That could be a thing. My mom had mm-hmm. thyroid issues. It's probably oh, really? that. 
Yeah. So, but you know, re- real doctors, real, like the medical ones, they don't test for anything unless like it's super bad. Like you have to be dying for them to check anything. Or you just need to ask them, be go with a list of labs and say, please run these for me. If they won't run them, go find another doctor. You can self-order your labs. That's awesome. Yeah. My doctor's really cool. He would totally do that too. Oh yeah. There's, I think I have on my podcast, like a list of labs. I know I have really posts about it somewhere yeah. of like the labs you need to ask for your thyroid, like all of them. Cause medical doctors will t- typically will order only a TSH. And that really tells me nothing. Now, can right. you, so, do you see patients like virtually across the board, like across the country and different, like around the world, or are you primarily just in Arizona? Primarily in Arizona, because I do yeah. a lot of hormones and I'm only licensed in the state of Arizona. So yeah. if I was to treat you in Florida, actually, um, naturopathic medicine is banned in Florida, which is terrible. Mm. Um, yeah. Wow. But we have some, we have so- some NDs there that they can't, they can't, they're not licensed because it's an unlicensed state and it's actually like really frowned upon, which is weird. Like Florida and Tennessee are pretty bad as far as not. Michigan's really good. Michigan's good. So yeah, it's just, I can't, I could act as like a wellness consultant and like give you education, but I can't diagnose and I can't prescribe or treat. Um, And labs are even trickier. I mean, I can have you say, Oh, order this lab like direct, they're called direct to consumer labs where you can self-order your labs. Right. Um, but it, it's tricky. I, there's just so many people in Arizona that need my help that I haven't. Yeah. You're busy. I mean, honestly, like I went to research a naturopath doctor down here because I've been thinking about it. I I'm originally from Michigan and moved down here a couple of years ago. So mm-hmm. I had one, you know, that was recommended to me and I just was dragging my feet and dragging my feet, you know, and it's like, you know what you need to do, but like actually doing it, you know, it's, it, I don't know, it takes a hot minute. And then we moved down here and, and you're now that you're saying that, like, that's interesting. Cause it's like, there's not a lot of naturopath doctors down here at all. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the ones that I did talk to, they were kind of like, you're going to have to go to your doctor to have all the, yeah, they can't done. do anything. Yeah. Okay. So then you just like mm-hmm. mystery solved. Yeah. Mystery solved. Look for a, a, like an FMD, a functional medicine doctor. Yeah, I do. I have a, um, I have like a holistic physician. Perfect. So, and you know, he's really into like, um, sacral, um, cranial, and he does a little bit of like adjustment and stuff like that. And there's like more energy stuff, but he also is it, he doesn't go right to like, you know, like a pill for the ill like right. side, you know, like he definitely is more on the natural side of things. So, okay. So let's talk about like food and stuff. Cause I, I never really even thought about like organic, like we're talking mm-hmm. gi- like ginger when she had her kids, she's like, everybody's organic. I'm going to blend up their baby food. Like I'm making it homemade. And everybody gave me such a big hassle because my kids reading goldfish, my kids reading grilled cheese. Like, you know, like what's wrong with your kid? Well now, you know, and I'm going to call what's you wrong out with your kid. Yeah. But I was like, now my oldest, he is the most like curious and adventurous eater and eats everything. And, um, and her kids eat bread. So it's like, I'm not, you know, I'm sorry. I'm throwing you underneath the bus a little bit, but, and well, no, your number, your number one eats pretty good, but I'm just saying that like, I never paid attention to labels. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Except for when I was in high school and I was trying to diet because I grew up in like the diet era, you know, Mm -hmm. like I never paid attention to labels. And then I listened to your podcast. I think it was like a food dye one. And Mm -hmm. I literally walked into my pantry and I was like, Oh my God, yellow five. Oh my God, blue two or whatever it was, you know? And I was like, oh my God, I have red everywhere in here. Like, you know? this is why my kid has ADHD. I know. Yeah. Walking fruit by the foot. 
I know I have my middle has ADHD and I, and I've known it's been a gut instinct for me in my, and I had, I even was in the pediatrician. There was like a, a, a flyer that was like eating for ADHD or whatever. Like it was like a zoom thing or it was like mm-hmm. a nutritionist or something, you know? And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I probably should look into that. But then life happens, you know? Right. And then, and I know that your gut and like what you eat and all this other shit that's going on in the world, it all is interconnected. And mm-hmm. so then now like the mom guilt kicks in. So I'm like, oh my God, we have che-. I looked at the man, I'm like, no more Cheetos. Do not buy Doritos. You're like, I can't get rid of the mac and cheese, you know, but I mean. All in moderation. So I can throw out like one at a time, right? Like you get rid of one at a time. But I started like freaking out about it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's overwhelming. That's why I did the organic shit in the beginning. I knew this would happen. I'm like, I'm going to feed them all organic until they're like five. Then they start <laughs> eating school lunches. Yeah. I can't compete with school lunches, whatever the fuck they put in there. Lots I, of bread. Lots eh. of bread. And that's yeah. happening. And so I'm like, I built it. They're like the insides of them are fine. Maybe. <laughs> like parts are fine. The rest of it, I'm like, eh, you know, they got to figure it out on their own. I raised them. They're no, done. but I will. I was at a workout with some girlfriends and they said that your body, like, honestly, like you could eat good for like a little while and like reboot your gut and your system and everything like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Dr. Aaron will just, she's going to re, re, like rebut your whole thing. Because if you start eating crap again, then your body is going to go to shit again. So mm-hmm. like you can, yeah. So you have to like maintain, because I didn't realize that like you can reboot your gut by like changing your diet. Right. And then Mm -hmm. like, as soon as you go off, then like it could go like out of whack again, you know? Mm -hmm. So it makes sense. Like, I didn't know anything about that. Right. I mean, oh yeah. And it's not even just foods that disrupt our gut microbiome. It's stress, it's toxins, it's medications, it's alcohol, it's you name it. Like there's so many things that can disrupt the gut and our gut is the foundation of health. And that's a big thing when you're like, well, so what exactly do you do? It's like, I do everything. I focus mainly, mainly on women's health, but the gut is a huge component because we make hormone in our gut. We absorb our nutrients in we our do? gut. Like yeah. we make hormone in our gut. Yeah. I know, right? Like some of your thyroid conversion is, that's so cool. It starts in our brain, but there's the gut brain connection. Yeah. So that's where a lot of people, a lot of the foods that they eat are affecting their mental cognitive function or they're having headaches, or they're having brain fog, like things like that is from foods that they eat. So we have like, just, I mean, honestly, you could talk five hours about the gut and and diet, but we have like, think of your gut as like little, like there's little army soldiers in there, like they're tight chain link fence or tight junctions. And it prevents things from like getting through. And it's, this is where we rebuild the gut. So you can repair these little links that can get broken. So over time, if you have stress, if you have infection, if you have trauma, if you've taken antibiotics, if you've had an autoimmune condition, these little junctions or these links become looser. And that's when we have reduced nutrient absorption. That's when, you know, shit can hit the fan where we have not, not only like gut problems, like you might have healthy stools or pooping regularly and not have like gas or bloating, or you could have headaches or you could have any, whenever I see a rash of any sort, eczema, psoriasis, that I'm like, what's going on with the gut, um, brain things like ADHD, you know, uh, depression, um, anxiety, like a lot of it can stem from our gut or joint pain that's inflammation. So those are, you don't always have to have bad bowels to have 
an impaired or leaky gut, as we like to call it. But it also could be due to food sensitivities too. That's when you get more sensitivities to foods. So if like someone is having that, we usually work on repairing the gut, you know, removing the inflammatory foods like the dairy, the gluten, the soy, the processed foods, the sugar, and, you know, being nice to the gut. And then, you know, you can add some of these foods in one, in one by one and see how you feel. Even like other things. I had a test one time and they were like, you're eating too many bananas. And I had to like, stop eating. Like my body was like enough with the fucking bananas, you know, so so it doesn't even have to be like dairy. Yeah. Sometimes it's like no. the weirdest fucking thing mm-hmm. ever, just because of however my body is or from eating weight. I was eating a lot of bananas. Like, let's be real. I, I mean, they're easy. They're yeah. on the go food. That's yeah. So funny. that could, I mean, event, eventually like your body devo- develops an intolerance to it and then it's rebelling. And like, so. I think some people think like, oh, you know, gluten-free, like it's not just people that are celiacs. Like that's Mm-mm. like, we're talking like, that's the high end. That's like the BMW, the Lexus of like mm-hmm. gut issues. There's some people that have, they don't have celiacs, right? They're not mm-hmm. allergic or anaphylactic, but they just like, if they eat gluten, they have a negative, mm-hmm. they have a ne- move that out of the way. We, they have like a negative reaction, you know, to, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm one and, of them. I have autoimmune Hashimoto. So I pull gluten from my diet. So I don't eat gluten. I mean, I eat it once in a while. Like I glutenize myself, but I can I think feel it. We're all like raised in this like world where in a it's world. either allergy <laughs> or nothing. You know, yeah. it's like people yep. don't understand the idea. Like a sensitivity is a spectrum, just like ADHD or autism yep. or mm-hmm. anything else. It's like, you can have a sensitivity to certain things, you know, like yeah. sometimes when I eat shrimp, I'm allergic to it. And sometimes I'm not, it's mm-hmm. like, that's not how it works. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, it's sure. it, interestingly, you need to do something about that. Right. You need to like make some adjustments here, but people don't think about like food and consuming food and how important your, your brain is like, what do they say? Is like your set your, I'm sorry, your gut is your second brain. Right. Yep. So, and people don't understand that. Like, and that could change that could help you with all different kinds of things. Like if you're going through cancer, right? Like, and mm-hmm. we could talk about that a little bit, like, or if you're going through like having gas and bloating or mm-hmm. like brain fog or ADHD, like people don't realize that connection that you, that you said the brain to the gut. Um, mm-hmm. I was back in the day allergic to dairy and wheat. So it was all taken out of my diet. And it, the crazy thing is, is there was none of the alternatives that alternatives that we have now like it was literally like five things at like a health food store there was not there was not Mm -hmm. and apparently I outgrew it so I got to be an adult and I started eating like cheese and I had like beer and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. it wasn't until I figured out that my middle child when I was breastfeeding him wasn't pooping like it was we're talking like rabbit pellets and he was like in so much pain that we, we had him tested and they're like, he's sensitive to wheat and, you know, dairy. Mm-hmm. So I had to take it out of my diet. I was a cheeseaholic. Like I was like, hi, my name is Jocelyn. I'm a cheeseaholic. I took it all out of my diet and I felt better. And right. so I just never I really, remember you being so mad about that. I was pissed. <laughs> I love cheese so much. And to this day, like, I still love cheese. I'm like, oh, that cheese looks really good. I love mm-hmm. you. You know, like, I'm like, I heart you, but I, I won't eat it because mm-hmm. I feel better not mm-hmm. eating it, but I will cheat and have that slice of pizza. I was going to say you have your pizza every yeah. once in a while, I'll, mozzarella, I can get away with, but <laughs> I know that I might feel like shit the next day, you know? Right. 
Um, yeah. My so. anecdotal story. I told my husband that I'm like, because I like carve the mold off of cheese and still eat it and you won't, then my gut is stronger. Is that true? <laughs> it's penicillin. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Like I'll, I'll like eat something. Like I'll look at the sauce. I'll be like, oh, that's moldy. And I'll like take the top off of it and like still eat it. Like I'm that guy, you know? And I'm like, and now like over older, he's like, oh, I ate something. It makes me feel weird. I'm like, my guts are made yeah. of bricks from eating fucked up shit that probably should have killed me. I threw I away $15 of chicken because it was past the like. No, I really want to know. Like, is that true? I mean, <laughs> you have it probably a diverse microbiome. Yeah. Okay. Oh, your superpower is your microbiome. Like you're like, no, like a, my microbiome ate chili cheese fries for dinner. So no, <laughs> I'm just Whoa. saying moldy cheese fries. Yeah. The moldy mm. cheese fries. Yeah. Oh my God. But I, I think like the, the main thing is, is just like making sure that you like listen to your body and don't ignore stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And don't wait till you get to the, like the magenta zone or the red zone where, you know, you're struggling to try to find a naturopath doctor because you're not getting anywhere with like the other doctors right. or specialists or whatever. I mean, we've been through the ringer with my middle and I'm at a point now where I've taken him to the, um, to the holistic physician doctor and, um, you know, just to, figure it out because we've been to every specialist under the sun and we can't figure mm -hmm. out he's got this mysterious leg pain you know and it's like what is going on with this and now like after listening to some of your podcasts I'm thinking he has inflammation somewhere in his body where is it and how do we find it and how do we fix it you know mm -hmm. so you know I mean I feel like having these conversations makes you realize that you're not alone that it's not in your head and that like weird shit happens and there is probably a reason if you find someone that's willing to do the digging for you, mm -hmm. right? And that's oh, yeah. what you can do. And I think that's pretty awesome, you know? Yeah, yeah it's fun. Awesome. Yeah, and I think it's pretty cool that like, because you are- Body aren't... forensics, well, that is fun. Oh my God, that is like, that's, so, that's totally true. You are like a body- I'm like a detective. You Ooh, are. Yeah. And I think it's awesome that because you're in Arizona and helping, you know, your patients in Arizona that you're like, you're extending yourself through your podcast. You know, yeah. can I ask, why did yeah. you start that podcast? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, reason. cause I kind of already had a podcast. I was doing like Instagram lives and all of these things. And I'm like, I should do a podcast. Yeah. Everybody should. It's cool. So why not? <laughs> I just started. And I, I mean, it's been a lot of fun, um, doing it and, you know, hearing people like you say, it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's so easy and you give like tactical tips or just like, I wanted my podcast to be super short and, and quick because I'm not a long podcast person because I like to listen to a podcast on my way to the office. And then if it's like super long, then I usually forget to go back to finish it. Um, and with health, like I don't want it to be overwhelming. So short, sweet, you know, they're usually super quick and I've learned like you, you do things the way you want to do them. So I, that's how I did it and why I did it. And yeah, it's been fun. And people will come to you and they find you if they like what you're, you know, what you're sharing, they're going to stick around, you know? Um, the other thing is, is like, you talk a little bit about pooping. Like, let's talk, oh. I mean, we talked, we started with sex. We might as well end with pooping. Right. Like, like, I mean, pooping, <laughs> I mean, this is getting weird, but whatever. I mean, oh. I mean, pooping is important. Like I didn't even realize that until like I mentioned my middle had like an issue, you know? And then yeah. And then like two, you know, I have anxiety. So it's like, did the anxiety trigger like the bowel issues or did that bowel issues trigger the anxiety? You know, it's like put the chicken, mm -hmm. before, like the horse before the cart, the cart before the yeah. horse. Like, so, you know, like, let's like, 
Well, let's, let's poop get matters. Real poop. Yeah, it matters. It really matters. It's very important. And I ask every single patient in my office about their bowel movements. And if they're not pooping, like that's a giant issue because we have three routes of excretion. You sweat, you pee and you poop. And a lot of things are metabolized and, you know, excreted through the urine and mostly the poo. And sometimes, I mean, we, you should be exercising most days, but a lot of us aren't sweating every single day, but we're, we should be pooping and peeing. And, um, most toxins and bacterias and even hormones, like things get excreted through our poo. So think about it. If we have like an excess of something, it's got to go somewhere. So if I'm working on someone to, you know, work or balance on their hormones and they're not pooping, I'm like, well, here I am like helping them try and excrete or get things down, but it's not getting out. Like it's got to go somewhere. Um, (laughs) But also like the quality (laughs) of your poo is important too. So if you're having diarrhea every day, that's not normal. It might be normal for you, but that's not normal. We should be having at least ideally two stools a day, well-formed stools, like easy to pass, no struggles whatsoever. So if you're having diarrhea, something's going on. It's either you've got an unhealthy gut, you're reacting to some food. It could be dairy, um, too much caffeine. Like it could be a mere, it could be medication. There's a lot of things, but loose stool is not normal. Right. So, and it should look healthy. It should be, you know, a nice brown color. If it's orange or green, like not normal. There's blood in it, not normal. Um, but yeah, I'm so I'm thinking like right now, Ginger's thinking of South Park right now with like Mr. Like <laughs> no, lady. I'm thinking okay. that I have colorblind boys in my family, and that oh. the doctors are always like asking, you know, like they can't tell if there's blood in their urine. They can't tell if there's blood in their poo. That's what I was thinking about, but I really? do love South okay. Park. I know I was going right to Mr. <laughs> Hankey. <laughs> I asked people too. I'm like, do you have this in your poo? And they're like, oh, I don't really look at it. I'm like, you should look at it. It's important. Yeah. I'm going to look at mine next time. But it, it matters. <laughs> like I had I a patient, a patient recently who had like, uh, eczema and her bowel movements have changed and she's not pooping. I'm like, well, we got to get you to poop. Right. Like you got to get stuff out. Right. So poop matters. It's very important. Yes. I have a child. Magnesium. Well, yeah, I don't know. exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, like, you know, I never talked about poop more than I have talked about poop being a mom and a right. dog mom. It's like, you can't get away from the poop. It's everywhere. Yep. You're changing diapers. You're picking up. I mean, it's just like, I didn't realize how intricate poop was going to be in my mm-hmm. life. And now it's even more. Yeah, they didn't tell that to us either in sex. No, no they don't teach you about life. poo. No, oh. they weren't like your poop is important. And I'm like, now I'm mad because they should have, because it's, and it you can important. Google, there's a brist, it's called Bristol stool chart. And you can Google that and see where you fall on your, on the poop, on the stool chart. So, okay. Well, that like Google it. Like, could you buy like, we have uh, one of those, like, a, like on our wall get, at home. Oh, okay. Can you get on like, <laughs> can you really? You get on Amazon or something like, I don't know. Yeah. So, okay. So if if we're not in Arizona, right. And Mm -hmm. um, obviously we can find you, connect with you, listen to some of like get information that you're pushing out on your podcast, which is, Mm -hmm. is, which is awesome. We already talked about that and we'll get more details in a minute, but like if somebody's here in Florida or in Michigan, like what could we do? Like, besides like, obviously checking out our poop, like Mm -hmm. hydration. I think you've mentioned hydration a couple of times. Like is hydration important? Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Especially, yeah. but out toxins. And well, yeah. And you, I mean, 80% of your brain's made up of water. So right. think of, I didn't know that. That's an that awesome the world. fact. So the, yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So. so we need hydration and it's water. It's not ice. that's in a cocktail. It's not iced tea. 
It's not soda. It's <laughs> Someone water. said that to you. They're like, yeah, I drink water. I drink like five cocktails a day with ice. Yep. I've heard, oh my I've heard God. that. Yeah. Um, awesome. It's water. Like and logic. a good rule of thumb is at least half your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 160 pounds, you drink about 80 ounces of water. And that it, but it depends. You, well, you might need more depending on where you look. I live in Arizona where like camels here, you sweat a lot, you need more water. So that's like for the average person that's getting, you know, a little bit of exercise here and they're not doing like a crazy amount of sweating. But if you're like a sauna person or whatever, and you're sweating out more, you need more. If you're not pooping, dehydration is a big reason for that too. So sure. amp up the hydration. Oh my God. I live in Florida. I walk outside and I walk to my car and I'm like in a puddle of water because I'm hot. Well, for like I live in the, the humidity. Jungle. Yeah. Yeah. And I were I started working out outside with like a group of women and I felt like shit like the first couple times I did it. Like in the evening, I'm like, what's wrong mm-hmm. with me? And I'm like, I drank water the whole time. And mm-hmm. it, I finally figured out that I was just like, I wasn't keeping up and I was just overly dehydrated. So do you think salt, like adding salt, like mm-hmm. a lot of people talking about salt, like she was talking about the cryo, like whatever mm-hmm. freezy thing, like people right now, I feel like it's like trending. Like you need to, salt is not bad for you. Cause when I was growing up, it was like, salt is bad for you. Don't salt your food, you know, stay away yeah. from salt. And like, I feel like salt, Table salt. Like, yes, but I feel like salt is good for you now, right? Like the good kind yeah, of salt. electrolytes. So yeah. salt is good sodium. So not Gatorade though, not red Gatorade exactly. with red it's and blue. In it. I mean, there is <laughs> organic Gatorade now. Are you kidding me right now? No, there is. I haven't checked out. I mean, I still just stay away from that, but like yeah. add electrolytes to your water. Okay. Um, electrolytes are good. My favorite brand is Jigsaw. Um, the other one is like liquid IV has a lot of sugar in it. So I think it's, um, I want to say I've it's heard of that one. I've heard of that MVMT, one. MVMT, I think is the, the one I'm, I'm recently checking out, but is I Is that like um, you need electrolytes, even if you're drinking enough water or is it mostly typically if, not? If, if you're drinking reverse osmosis, you have no minerals in your water at all. So reverse wow. osmo- like I from drink a bottle, electrolytes. like yeah. this bottle of water is too no, osmosis. Well, that down no, in Florida, that should you be have like, okay. Yeah, okay. down in Florida, people do reverse osmosis, like right mm-hmm. hooked up to their. Um, you have a separate tap, like in your sink, because mm-hmm. the water here is just, you know, I mean, it is right. Like we use RO. Um, in Arizona, I use I drink electrolytes, like once I take it, I put in my um, water for the gym. Okay, so that's like my dosing of electrolytes. But yeah, if you're like super active and sweating, and you need to replete those minerals that you're sweating out. Right. So salt is good depending like the good salt. Yeah. I like, I like pink, pink Himalayan salt. Okay. Sometimes with, uh, for thyroid, like iodized salt is good because we get a little bit of iodine in there, which is helpful for the heart or the thyroid and the heart. Um, but obviously we don't want too much. So totally. And then like, obviously moving your body too, because that helps get the poop going and obviously Mm -hmm. you're sweating out the toxins and then you're rehydrating Mm -hmm. and like life is grand. So um, I just didn't, I mean, now the I'm iodized like, salt thing is sinking with me. I remember why? hearing stories of my mom saying that my grandpa used to put some salt in his hand and eat it. Cause his doctor told him he needed that for something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I wonder if it was iodine. I wonder if it was salt. Yeah. I wonder if it was, I don't know. That's it's like weird, well, you know, it's again, it's all in moderation. Like the standard American diet is very salty. Yeah. So that's why we have a lot of inflammation. It's like, well, how much salt are you getting? Like, I just went through a whole literally like research to try and get some meal delivery services because I'm so I I just like cooking is a stressor 
So I'm like, how can I find a healthy replacement? And it took a while for me to find a company that was pretty lower sodium. They're all so much sodium in one serving. And I'm like, I don't want all that sodium. So that's where reading the labels and looking at, you know, what's in your food you're eating is super important. And if you have inflammation, you're like, hands are swelling, you feel bloated, like you might have too much sodium. And in something that you said on your podcast, that was really interesting that people, I think this is something that I've like started to do like a long time ago about it's an eight year in process, like in the making, like just taking one thing out, like mm-hmm. maybe like good, better, best. It's like, I didn't, I went from like one popular brand of um, toothpaste to like mm-hmm. a better brand that might have less chemicals in it. You know, my husband's exactly. like, he's like, what's the point? It's either all or nothing. I'm like, no, every little bit counts. So For like, sure. if, we, if that means that we don't buy Doritos at the next grocery outing, then we're not buying Doritos. Right. But we're still getting Oreos. Right. Or it's like, then the next yeah. time you, you get rid of the Oreos <laughs> and then you still get the Cheetos, you know, like, or you still have the mac and cheese, but you try to like pick and choose, yep. right. Your battles. And it's all like, you know, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Right. It's just like taking little things out. Maybe don't go for the Gatorade, maybe get something else. Exactly. Right? Make like subs that. every once in a while. Like, look, like, look at your food. I mean, I think it's, it's later where you guys are, but I'm about to eat dinner. So look at like the labels that you're putting in your, your, your meal tonight, or whenever you're listening to this and, and be like, Oh, Oh, I could probably replace this. Or instead of like white potato, maybe choose sweet potato or instead of like skippy or Jif peanut butter, like swap that out for a healthy, you know, peanut butter replacement. Like there's, you can do tons of baby steps, but some people like the all or nothing. I just had a patient today that was like all glute, like totally deglutinized her house. Um, that's big. You were in a 30 day sex challenge. What do you mean all or nothing? You are all it. You are all in it right now with the sex challenge. Well, I mean, that's true. I am all in, but I mean, I might have to dial it down to like seven days because I talked to my talk therapist and she was like, maybe like 30 days is a little too much. Maybe we should dial it down to like seven days. But I mean, it is really overwhelming to think about taking all this shit out of your diet, you know, but I will tell you like, and this is the point tonight is like, if something's not feeling good, whether it's your kid or you or whatever, it's probably not in your head. You know, you should probably find someone to help you figure out what's going on. Um, and it might not necessarily be, you know, it might be a naturopath doctor that could Mm -hmm. be help, help, help you figure Mm -hmm. it out, you know? And I, and I think it's like, um, I, my middle is always like, that's underrated. That's so underrated. Like that's the new thing that the kids are saying, like, that's so overrated. That's so underrated. I feel like naturopath is underrated. I feel like more people need to look yeah. into it because there's a lot of people out there that are just living their life. Like, I feel like shit, I'm just going to mm-hmm. deal with it. No, mm-hmm. don't deal with it. Do something about it. Don't you know? deal with it. Don't yeah. You have it. to be nowadays. You have to be the advocate for your own health. And that's exactly why I do what I do is because I went through cancer And I knew something was wrong and I had swelling in my groin. I'm like, this is not normal, but I I was getting dismissed and I'm like, oh, it's fine. Just keep an eye on it. It should go away. You know? And I kept asking for answers until I got the answer. I never thought I would get, but I did. And it, you know, brought me to where I'm at today. I wouldn't be sitting here talking, you know, in front, you know, with you ladies today, if that would have never happened, but I'm a prime example. Like, don't give up on yourself. Like, if you don't feel well, if you have an ache, if you have a pain, if you have a lump, if you have something like cramps, something's going on. So don't stop at no. And even if you just get dismissed, go seek another opinion. Like it's okay. It's your life. It's your body to live. 
and you only have one chance at it. So don't take no or being dismissed as an, as an answer. It's not okay. Exactly. I can't believe that you've been cancer free, cancer free for 10 years. I mean, that's like 11 and a half. Wow. And is that kind of what got you down the natural path way or were you Mm -hmm. already on it? And then like that happened? Mm -mm. No. Okay. I knew nothing about it. I didn't even know anything about it when I was going through treatment. Okay. Because so re- I've been asked like, oh, did you do naturopathic treatments while you were going into cancer? I didn't know anything about it. Oh, really? Um, okay. That's mm-hmm. interesting because I know a lot of people end up going. I've had a friend of mine that was diagnosed with breast cancer. It was a pretty like, it was a pretty aggressive mm-hmm. one really early in her thirties. And <clears throat> she had a single mastectomy. I think that's what you say. And mm-hmm. she like made some major life changes. But I feel like it takes something like that to like sort of get you in that realm, mm-hmm. you know, or, but like it took you a little bit down the road after you went through. Well, I learned a lot about health and wellness. Like as soon as I was diagnosed, like someone okay, sent yeah. my, someone sent me, um, someone in my family sent me Chris cars. She has, um, she's had a dormant form of cancer for like years. She's an author and has all of these, um, this line of books, but it was crazy, sexy cancer tips. Oh. And I read it from like cover to cover in one sitting. Cause I was that interested in what she had to say. And it was just that eye opening, like all of the things that she was saying not to do, I was doing. but I didn't know any better. I was just very naive to health in general. And so then I was like, oh, there's validity in this. And so then I was like, oh, I should probably eat more vegetables. I probably shouldn't drink soda. I should probably, um, do, you know, a lot of things like milk was a big one. I took milk out of my diet. Um, and and then I met an act. Yeah. Drink more more water. Oh, drink more water. Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, I drink no water because I was like, water is boring. It tastes like nothing. And now I like, literally it's like my little pat, like sippy yeah. cup. I can't, it goes <laughs> everywhere with me. Um, but then I met a naturopathic doctor shortly after I beat cancer. And I was like, what do you do? I've never even heard of this. I'm like, what? And so I was so intrigued by what she did. I was like, this is it. This is what I have to do. This is aligning with everything that I learned or was learning and teaching myself. And then there was a school about 15 minutes from where I lived and like, no way, this is like too good to be true, but it wasn't. And here I am. I graduated four years ago. That's crazy. That's crazy. Awesome. And I find like when, when you find what you're like passionate about and what's Mm -hmm. like you're, you're meant to do, like it's just, everything falls in line, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's super cool. So if anybody wants to listen to your podcast, it's, um, we like, did I skip over that? No, it's called hope natural health podcast, right? So you focus on health hormones and happiness. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's like the triple H and, um, and are you on most like podcast apps? Like how can anybody connect with you? Do you want to like share with us? Yeah, I'm on all major platforms of, of podcasts. They're streaming on, um, my Facebook page and then also on YouTube. YouTube. So I just realized it's like Ginger. so dark. I'm here. You know how much I love YouTube. No, you're good. Ginger loves YouTube. She doesn't consume YouTube. anything unless it's on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Right. So my podcast is on YouTube. So Hope Natural Health is the channel on there. And then you can find all the links um, to right, the podcast on my website, which is hopenaturalhealth.com. Okay. Awesome. So. And okay. One final question. This is kind of yeah. funny. Cause so, so, um, people are doing this whole like, um, riddles on social media. So we're going to end with this really quickly. Have you guys seen, have you heard about this yet? And like no. social media, they're like, no. they're like, there's something in your house. Okay. Here's the riddle. Riddle me this. There's something in your house that has five fingers, but, um, is not alive. What is it? You know? And like, people are like, Can't, no, you know, um, no. Yeah. What is it? Okay. Well, it's a glove. Right. But I was going to say it's a medical glove. Oh. Yeah. See? Yeah. So, okay. So then, so what's the sad, cause you know, naturopath, what's the saddest fruit? Anybody? Plum. 
No, it's a blueberry. <laughs> blueberry. Yeah, see, she knows. Blue. She's it's way smarter blue. than us. She's way I smarter. Think plums than I'm terrible saddest. at jokes. I am terrible at jokes. I know. These are the I, best. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I knew you would appreciate it, Ginger, because I know this is your dad has like the. I love popsicle things. stick jokes. I know. And then um, these are this, not riddles, though. Let's it's kind be clear. Okay. Well, okay. Well, they're riddles in my book. So whatever. So, okay. One more. What's harder to catch the faster you run? This is, I feel like I'm like channeling your dad right now. <clears throat> your, your mouth. Your, it's breath. your breath it's your breath, your breath. well I was you close. know because you know you said move your body so I was like you know mm-hmm. it's important to move your body and sweat it out or whatever but I have a tradition of doing riddles with my kids if they go to bed on time I give them some of these riddles so some of them I know do you have a riddle I, do you have no, one that you, like a no. go-to riddle it was a while ago we moved on to fun facts Ooh, because I used up all fact. the riddles I mean yeah. you can a fun fact okay yeah. well the fastest insect is the dragonfly and I think it can go like 30 miles an hour, That's amazing. which I wow. thought it was going to be something way smaller, you know, which like is... small equals fast, but no. Yeah. No. It's not that it's small not of like an that. insect. I think huh. it's been around before the dinosaurs. Correct. I believe dragonflies have been around before. since. Before I left the my dragonfly <laughs> uh, cliff's notes in my other <laughs> suitcase. Okay. Well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just making that up just to be, we cool. can, we can make up whatever we want. Let's okay. go with it. It's, it's true. A podcast. Okay. It's so if anybody wants to get a hold of you, we will put all your um, show, your uh, podcast link and in the show notes. And also do you have a website that they could maybe connect with you? Yep. Hope natural health.com. And then all my social media links are on there. I'm pretty active on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. Cool. All right. Well, thank you yeah. so much for coming on and hanging out with us. And oh my gosh, was this awesome. was fun. We went from sex to poop. I love it. <laughs> you know, we keep it real here. So I love All it. Right. All right. Thank you so much. Hang tight for us just a second. Okay. guys that's a wrap thank you to our guest dr aaron ellis for joining us tonight in our conversation thank you for coming and joining the conversation as well you know the deal we're gonna catch you on the flip side new episode every wednesday night at eight o'clock eastern standard time check out the website keepingupwithchaos.net and of course check out the show notes for all the cool links from our guest cheers guys catch you next wednesday